Hello, and welcome to the first part of my Searching and Fearless Moral Inventory. The full inventory consists of inventory of attitudes, responsibilities, self-worth, love, maturity, and character traits. This episode covers attitudes and responsibilities. The full inventory and a template for you to use can be found on my blog at childsaddiction.wordpress.com. These inventory questions are taken from the 1976 edition of Blueprint for Progress, Aldenon's Fourth Step Inventory. To be applicable to drug addiction instead of alcoholism, I replace some words such as Aldenon with Naranon, alcoholic and alcoholism with addict and addiction, sobriety with recovery, lived with an alcoholic to loved an addict, and other minor adjustments here and there to make the questions relevant to Naranon. I skipped or shortened a few questions that did not seem applicable to the year 2022, as the original text is 46 years old. One such question was, do I contribute to my local information or answering service or world service whenever possible? I don't know what that means. Another question I skipped was, do I carry the Al-Anon message through attraction, remembering that I may be the only example of an Al-Anon member someone will ever see? I don't understand what carry the message through attraction means. I also skipped some of the introductory paragraphs and personal reflections because it is a 60-page book and it was getting too long to include everything. Let's begin. Nothing is solved by hiding from the truth. It is not reasonable to justify our actions, blaming others for our resentments, jealousies, and self-pity. A fearless, honest, moral inventory should include our good qualities, too. This includes an understanding that our faults are only shortcomings, a falling short of the ideal good, rather than a total presence of the bad. An inventory is a practical thing, a list of the stock on hand. It requires seriousness, time, and effort. A member's personal reflection. I believe man's greatest human need is to become one with himself, to become an asset and to be of service to others without expecting anything in return. He has then found his true identity. He is one with himself, the universe, with God, and all his fears are gone. He can make his happiness to order each day, and he is useful to society. May God give me the courage to change what I can in myself. Inventory of my attitudes. Can I treat the past as the past and start on a new road to constructive action? Yes, I think so. I want to. If I have tried and failed, can I use what I have learned? Yes, I can learn from past failures. Am I realistic about my abilities and limitations? I probably underestimate myself. Am I willing to admit that there is room for improvement in my relationships with my family and friends? Yes, I know there is. Can I accept the fact that I can't control the addict nor any other adult person? Yes, I can accept that fact. Can I accept people whose social background is different from mine? Yes. Do I make an effort to increase my knowledge of important social issues? Yes. Can I take a stand and express my opinions diplomatically? I can do this better in writing when I have use of the backspace key. Have I truly accepted that addiction is an illness? I don't think I have truly accepted it yet. Have I been able to take the focus of my attention off the addict and place it on myself? Mostly yes. Can I express myself openly despite the risk involved in the addict's reaction? Sometimes. 
Do I have realistic expectations of the sober addict? Yes, I think so. Am I grateful for sobriety despite the new problems it may bring? Yes. Do I realize that many of my problems are common to almost everyone who has loved an addict? Yes. Have I learned that no matter what events may occur, no matter what other people may do, I can always choose my attitude? I know that, but I can't always be successful at it. Do I respect my spouse or partner as an individual, viewing our differences as complementary parts of our relationship? I do, but I don't think all of our differences are complementary. Am I wise enough not to expect a partner to fill all of my emotional needs? Yes. Am I pleasant enough to my loved one's friends? Yes. Have I honestly assessed my feelings about sex and my sexual relationship? To some extent. Am I open to the idea that children have their own problems and that they need to be guided, not dominated? Yes. Do I appreciate children as individuals, avoiding comparisons? I do appreciate children as individuals, but do not always avoid comparisons. Do I remember that they are children and that their immature behavior is in response to their age? I do, but I still correct them as a way to guide them to maturity. Have I been realistic in my assessment of how children are affected by addiction? No, I don't think I truly understand how my other children have been impacted by their brother's addiction. Do I allow adult children to make their own decisions? Yes, for the most part. Whenever my time or money is involved, they are always able to express their opinion and I'll consider it, but I usually decide when it involves me. Have I forgiven my parents for any mistakes they made in my upbringing? I am not completely sure I have forgiven 100%, but a lot of progress has been made. Am I emotionally detached, seeking a healthy form of independence from my parents? I have been emotionally detached for a long time. My parents consistently did not meet my emotional needs and I learned to not need them emotionally. Can I be honest and open with them? It depends on what the topic is. Not anything bad about themselves. Have I forgiven old friends, organizations, doctors, or institutions that didn't do all that I expected should have been done to help our situation. No, I don't think I fully have forgiven. Am I trying to build healthy friendships in which I can be the real me? I am not trying to build new friendships at this time, but I am trying to be the real me in my current friendships. Am I striving to find purpose and meaning in my work? Not really. My work is just a job for the most part. Am I interested in my community? I am in theory but in practice, I am not very engaged. Findings about my attitudes. We consider how we feel toward our loved ones, children, parents, friends, work, our community, addiction, recovery, and life in general. My positive attitudes. I want to be generous and charitable to others. I want to be forgiving and loving. I hope to make a positive difference in the lives of others. My negative attitudes. I don't want to be close to anyone so I can't get hurt. I am waiting for the next bad thing to happen. A member's personal reflection on attitudes. I learned in Al-Anon that it is not the situation in which I find myself that matters. It is my attitude toward it. My attitude towards life is in my hands. I try to guard it from destructive thoughts, hard feelings, and dark moods by filling my mind with love and service. Inventory of my responsibilities. Do I accept responsibility to do something about my problems as they arise? Usually. Do I set my goals realistically? 
When I actually set goals, I think they are realistic. Do I consider my welfare when making decisions? Yes. Am I true to my ideas, refusing to compromise myself just to keep the peace? I think so. I don't think I compromise myself just to keep the peace, but sometimes I don't argue if I've already expressed myself in the past, and I know doing so again won't be helpful. Can I relax when I'm by myself? Definitely. Have I kept an open mind, willing to learn no matter how long I have been in the program? Yes, I think so. Can I be counted on by others? Yes. Have I made an effort to attend several open Narcotics Anonymous meetings to hear the stories of other addicts? No, I have not made any effort with this. Do I allow the addict to face the consequences of his own actions? For the most part, yes. Do I try to provide a healthy form of supportive help for my loved ones? I think so, yes. Do I share the sober addict's gratitude for the fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous? I have in the past, but we haven't talked about NA recently. Do I respect the anonymity of all NA, Naranon, and Naratin members? Yes. Do I make an effort to be at meetings even when I don't feel like going? I did back when I was attending meetings, but no, not now. Can I see the value in actively participating in meetings? Yes, I can. Do I give my time, ideas, and financial support to my home group? No, I don't. Have I volunteered for service that will take me outside my home group? No. Do I see service on an individual, group, or assembly level as a way of helping myself grow? I think service is one way to help grow, but not strictly necessary. Am I trying to become more familiar with Naranon's 12 traditions? No, I haven't yet. Have I allowed myself to sponsor a newcomer? No, I'm not close to that point yet. Have I examined the possibilities of becoming a Naratine sponsor? No, I don't feel ready for that. Can I discuss with my spouse or partner pertinent issues such as sex and finances, frankly and maturely? To some extent, yes. Can I accept love from another person as well as give it? Yes, but the way I want or need to be loved is not often given. Am I able to risk rejection by continuing to increase and deepen our communication? To some extent, yes, but I do have walls up. Am I considerate of my children's welfare in making and carrying out decisions? Yes. Am I able to talk openly to my children about my reasons, values, and feelings? For the most part, yes. Do I help my children to build a sense of responsibility by giving them appropriate tasks around the home? Yes, but they should be doing more. Can I apologize when I am wrong? Usually. I think the problem is when someone else thinks I am wrong and I think I am right so that gets tricky. Do I respect children's right to privacy? I have only gone through their phone with them next to me. Do I allow children the freedom to make their own relationships? Yes, but I reserve the right to limit their engagement with people I don't think are emotionally healthy or a positive influence. Do I avoid using children to support me in my criticisms? Usually, but not always. Am I a good example for children? Usually. Do I keep in touch with my parents at reasonable intervals? Kind of. I could do better at this. I don't reach out much, but I answer their calls and texts. Do I have one good friend in Naranon with whom I can talk openly? No. Do I treat my coworkers with dignity and consideration? Yes, I think so. Do I avoid the tendency to use activities just to escape problems? 
Sometimes I do look for activities to distract me from my problems. Have I learned all I can about the disease of addiction? No, I'm sure I still have a lot to learn. Do I spend each day trying through prayer, meditation, and reading to build a more conscious relationship with my higher power? I do spend some amount of time praying each day, but sometimes it's quite brief. From time to time I do spiritual reading. I don't do meditation very often. Am I grateful for my blessings? Sometimes I get too focused on the bad things and forget to be grateful for my blessings. I need to work on this. Do I try to express my gratitude by carrying the message of love to others in all my affairs? No, I do not carry the message of love in everything. A member's reflection on responsibility. It took me such a long time to learn that I am responsible for the way I feel. I wanted to blame everyone for my unhappiness, my parents, husband, life. In Al-Anon, I was told I was responsible for my own happiness. The world didn't owe it to me. My husband didn't owe it to me. My parents didn't either. I had to stop feeling sorry for myself and start doing what would make me glad to be alive. I have stopped feeling so responsible for the feelings of others. My own feelings are a big enough responsibility. Findings about my responsibilities. Responsibilities I recognize as my own. I am responsible for my feelings, thoughts, words, actions, health, and happiness. Responsibilities I need not have taken on. With some exceptions for my children who are not yet adults, I am not responsible for the feelings, thoughts, words, choices, actions, health, and happiness of others. Thank you for listening. Join me next time for the second part of my Searching and Fearless Moral Inventory, which includes an inventory of my self-worth, love, and maturity.